everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Alexis Pereira program. Uh, I'm Alexis Pereira. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alex Estrada. Good evening, everyone. Now, Alex, um, a few years ago, I heard there was a new TV show that was going to be on Comedy Central uh, with a, a host named Jordan Klepper. I don't even know if they had named it yet uh, at that hmm. time. It was an untitled show with Jordan Klepper, and they asked people to submit videos uh, as their audition, uh, you know, basically doing skewering conser- a conservative voice, an alt-right voice, you know. So I, I went all out. I went, I got a studio. Uh, I got I got a friend to film it on a really nice camera. I think it was like a $600 camera. Um, and uh, we put some graphics on it, all right? We, like, edited it. Like, it looked slick. I still have it on, on my YouTube channel. And uh, I submitted it. This was a, during a time where I was really, like, you know, if you work hard, you're going to make it, you know? You're, yeah, I remember you're, that. You're, you're kind. Yeah. I think I think either Chris Gethard or, or Conan O'Brien said that, or both. Um, <laughs> and uh, submitted that tape. There were three views on it when I submitted it. Uh, a month later, there were two views. Uh, I lost a view. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm still proud of that, that I worked really hard. It's okay. You know, we don't, we don't always get what we want in this world or what we need. <laughs> but but a, one person did get it. And his name is Aaron Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Jackson. Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, Welcome, Aaron. Oh, he gave me a Thank bio. You. He gave me a bio he asked me to read. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> we spent 20 minutes rehearsing this. Yeah, well, and- <laughs> I'm, he gave me a bio. Let's just go through this bizarre roundabout uh, yeah. personal story. <laughs> Aaron Jackson has done all six levels at UCB Theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> He would do mod, but he's better than it. <laughs> I did mod for one year. Um, Aaron has uh, written a book. That's true. Uh, it's called Don't Burn This Book. He co-wrote it with Dave. <laughs> and he was on uh, uh, The Opposition with uh, Jordan Klepper. He also wrote another novel. <laughs> Let me just get the name here correctly. Uh, the Astonishing Life of... Of August March, that's right. That's of August correct. March, yeah. There yes, you go. They did write that, uh, and uh, and that's a book that I actually happen to own. Oh damn, you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't get the light right for my selfie, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you'll get there. You'll get there. You know, it's just I don't wake up early enough. But I really do you? Like um, it. you could get a ring light. A lot of people are getting a ring light in this modern era. Okay, <laughs> we, don't, we, we all didn't work on TV, and I don't have a ring light. I kind of refuse. Yeah, so just people give it to you for free? Whenever yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're at Aaron's level, you don't even really audition. You know? Yeah. yeah. Give me Aaron Jackson. That's the, the key phrase. Definitely. That's what, I hear that all the time. <laughs> what was the last thing you auditioned for, Aaron? God. I, I Well, you know, we're in the... Oh, during the, like, the first week of pandemic, I did audition for a Quibi show. Oh, and I didn't. Oh. I, don't th- I don't think I got it, or maybe, <laughs> wow. maybe it's already already done. They have some tough decisions ahead of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, I don't remember. Wow. I, I I don't go on a lot of auditions because um, 
no one knows who I am, and I'm not that talented. <laughs> As Aaron said that, he held up his wallet, which I think is just... <laughs> Fanned out a bunch of money. Yeah. For those of you history buffs, Aaron Jackson is a descendant of Andrew Jackson. <laughs> oh. The uh, murderer. Bloody, bloody himself. Yeah. The murderer. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, we, ha- we have a lot of... Um, Real nice portraits of him around my um, estate, my family's yeah. estate. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> built, you know, built by, built by slaves, run by Latinos. That's what Aaron said to me. The worst combination. Yeah. <laughs> the, the day we met, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> so, he said, "You look like Pedro, my my horse stable, my <laughs> horse the stable." <laughs> <laughs> he just—he is the actual building. <laughs> uh, he has to stand above the horses, yeah, to protect them from the rain. <clears throat> the horses hate rain. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> very cool. Congrats to you. How's your how's your quarantine going, Aaron? What are you what are you up to? It's fine. I've been in I live in New York City and I'm I'm been here the whole time. I um You're not one of the people who left? I'm not one of the people who left. That's interesting. <laughs> I I bleed New York. <laughs> oh. Say that. Under the courageous Wait. leadership of uh, Bill de Blasio, we will yeah, get my, this. <laughs> my favorite mayor uh, of all time. Wait, Alex, do, are you from? Are you born and raised in New York as well as Alexis? Where are you? Oh, me? No, no. I'm yeah. from uh, the asshole of Northern California, uh, Central Valley. Oh, yeah. nice. He's from. The, you know how like when you don't live in one of the big cities in California, you're racist. Yeah, no, that, uh, that, I do know that. My husband, I'm a married person, they, they let oh, us do that out. in 2015. Hands off, ladies, for two reasons. <laughs> he lives in, or he was from Sonoma. So, oh, um, oh, that's, oh, well, Sonoma's a wonderful place, though. Sonoma's uh, beautiful, of, but, yeah. But it is very interesting that, like, a lot, okay, so everyone there is either super liberal or, like, super Republican rich, or, like, super Confederate flag Republican. In yes, Sonoma? yes. In, in Sonoma, even. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting, shit. um like, Venn diagram of uh, of people that live there. Yeah, California is a, it's a huge state, and, uh, yeah, it really is kind of like, you have the coasts, and then there's everywhere else, and I think that's why we're sort of seeing, you know, we're bringing this background to the topic at hand. Uh, you know, the surging cases are going on because in, in like San Francisco, like locked everything down, uh, when this all started, like told people to shelter in place. And then the rest of the state is like, you know, you can kind of do what you want. Like businesses remained open. You don't have to wear a mask. And so, uh, yeah, that's why four months later, we're all recording this, uh, inside on an otherwise, uh, mildly gorgeous July day. Yeah. So, mildly gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually got invited to a, a roof party. Uh, for July 4th, and I was like, I'm not... Congrats! Yeah, that's well, huge. Yeah, wow. That's great. <laughs> um, that's really cool. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was like, I'm not going. Because even, you know, even if even if outside is safe, like, I know somebody's going to spit on me. Yeah. You know, either because of proximity or my political views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, just the way you look, Alexis. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you're a magnet for this stuff. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go. Um, and also that would just suck to get it, like to get Corona at like a party 
You know, you would like, feel really. You'd have to lie. Yeah, you'd have to say you got it volunteering or something. Yeah, I was assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> You uh, could just say protest, but it's no, saying I'm not saying that. Not saying that either. I do wear a mask, um, but I also believe <laughs> that the cases are higher in places where people are going to bars. Like, I don't think people are getting it outside. I think people that's, are actually getting it in stores and bars. In the that's what they seem in the uh, in the articles I read seem to be thinking it was the bars that really did it. Really did it. That's what the data says. We're saying that's what the data yeah. says. Is that oh, oh say feel- say because it's plural? I found out yeah. or it's uh, singular. The data say you know, it says the data say. The data say? Yeah. That's what the data say. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I, I bet for like a lot of conservatives, like sitting alone at a bar, uh, smoking a cigarette is like like it's that's their entire personality. Yeah. So like once the bar was taken away, it's like no, I got to go sit at Outback. And and just stare and at not the, smoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I used to work at Outback, and we we actually oh, had wow. regulars at the bar. Oh my god! And Wait, was, where is the Outback in New York? There's there's there were five when I I think there still are five. Yeah, damn. There's two in the city. Maybe maybe it's down to one in the city, but there were it might be down to one actually in the city. There's it's, two in Queens and one in Staten Island. Staten Island. Wow. Yes. Wait. So there's. Is it and they're not in Times Square? No, there the was there was one. Maybe that's the one that closed down. But there was one that was in kind of Midtown. Okay. Um, and then there's there's one like near the Olive Garden, um, on like Twenty Third Street. Okay. You know. Oh yeah. Um, and then there's uh the one I worked in in Queens in Bayside and Bay Terrace. Um, and then there was uh one in uh, uh, Queens Boulevard, which was like the crappier one where you got crappier tips. Um, <laughs> and uh, then there's the one in Staten Island. Um, Damn. For the, yeah. They yeah. really got Did a you know- lock. Yeah. Did you and the other Apple- <laughs> Applebee's or uh, other Outback uh, servers like all talk to each other and like sort of stay tuned or? So this is funny. We, we we didn't really talk to each other until one day uh, the owners or whatever got together. I think one of the waiters in Manhattan uh, suggested it and they were like we should there's so many actors at Outback why don't we do a like a review oh <laughs> so they were like we'll get all the actors and comedians and they can do like bits or whatever for an hour and we'll just all pay for space in the city or whatever and uh, I auditioned and I didn't get <laughs> Jordan Klepper was running that too yeah oh my god <laughs> it was it was fucking crazy because, I mean, I, I was like 19, but I was like, even back then, I, I was like, I'm going to be on TV. Like, yeah. I, was it all singers that got it? It feels like. No. Oh, no, okay. they just did parts from like movies and shit. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> they did scenes? Yeah, they did scenes from movies. So it was like, oh, uh, God. Um, you know, what did they do? Like, uh, oh, it's. Uh, over the line from uh, the Big Lebowski or something like that, and oh like somebody God. did from Serendipity. Like it was oh, weird. That's really Jeez. tragic. <laughs> that's, and yeah, I just that's I crazy. Did you go to the show? No, definitely I didn't go to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I what, figured they had someone your, working. <laughs> yeah. What was your audition? What did you? Um, I I can't remember what my audition. But did you stand was. up or you? Oh, you did like a scene. Yeah, I did a scene. 
Scenes um, were in and when, whenever you were yeah, this was last year. Scenes <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. were in pre-9-11 uh, when I was oh, working my God. full time. <laughs> no, this oh, was... Wow. This was um, this was 2004. Uh, yeah, that this uh-huh. happened. I was so upset. I was, and again, I just you know. Also, there was like there was. There, I hate to say it, but I think there was racism even at Outback because even at Outback. <laughs> I have, oh my I, gosh! Have, Looking forward to your uh, The Verge essay about yeah. the uh, toxic culture of racism <laughs> in the Outback Steakhouse uh, review audition. I worked at Outback for three years when I was twenty-one, and this is why I won't go back. Um, One of seventy. <laughs> yeah, I just think it was just kind of like yeah. again, it was that sim- same thing, and I, I feel like I. Early on, I, I ran into it where people were like, "Yeah, but you you don't look like anybody who's on TV. Ugh. How can you how can you be in my play? How can you be in my Outback play? Yeah, <laughs> um, it was it was fucking bananas. Uh, oh, man. And, uh, yeah, th- so that was the only time that we ever really interacted, and it didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> and were they when I worked at an Uno's pizza pizzeria Uno in college, and they were really intense about like covering shifts from like restaurant to restaurant, they were not comfortable with that. So if like, if you needed a shift covered and no one could do it, you were like, Oh, well, can I call the Kenmore square location? They're like, absolutely not. So same. It was the same. They don't, they probably got paid differently and they were scared. Um, there was also like, yeah, they, they, we got paid like differently or whatever, but like, I think part of it was, um, each one was like run by like a, you know, some entrepreneur, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I put twelve thousand dollars down. All right. Uh, when I first, and they're had, they're deeply southern. And yeah, of course. <laughs> my last, my last, all the outback my kings. Last yeah. Boss was southern. He was from Florida. That's how he got the job. But the guy before him, when I interviewed with him, he, <laughs> I'll never forget it. We, I sat down in the booth. I, I um, interviewed for the host position. And, you know, to his credit, he gave me the host position. I was a man. I don't know what he thought, but he was just like, whatever. Um, so we're talking, and um, he's, like, explaining to me what, you know, whatever, like, this, what my task would be, if I need to be available all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then he pulls out his wallet, and he just – and he show, there's a picture of a black kid. Oh he's a white man. There's a picture of a black kid in his wallet. And he goes, see that? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, that's how I feel about that. And Wait, I was like, that's what? All? And he goes, what? well, that's my grandson. And I was like, so are you happy about, like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, yes, I'm, ha- I'm not racist. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm not, I'm not a racist. I have a my like, grandson. Well, you did it in a really weirdly racist way. <laughs> Strangely, a, carrying a totem of your affection for yeah. uh, <laughs> for your blood relative. I just yeah. felt that's bad why you don't judge a book by its cover, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's how I feel about that. He also Ooh, there was a lot of cash in his wallet, so like what he's pull- I was like, what is he going to pay me to leave? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's happening? Don't ever talk about this. <laughs> so you worked your way up to server from host. He didn't want me to be a server. It's funny. <laughs> he he specifically was like, Alex Alexis will never be a server, you know. Uh, um, but uh, the new uh, 
So he got fired for sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> should have known there were no picture of women in his wallet. Yeah. That's how we should have known. I, yeah, yeah. That he didn't feel any particular way about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's hard to get fired from a restaurant for sexual harassment. I mean, oh, the whole thing is yeah. sexual harassment. So he, that, went in. Uh, he must have, yeah, done something bad. He went in. I mean, it's all bad, but you know he, what I mean. He, uh, he got fired, and then uh, the... I think the, the the problem was the woman who he f- sexually harassed, um, she faked her papers and she was 16. Oh, um, God. And so yeah. it, it was like a huge scandal. It was, because it was three like, strikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One bitch. <laughs> One grope. You hate to see uh, it. You hate to see Jesus. it. Um, and so then the new manager loved you and instantly put you on the floor. Well, he so it was interesting because he was trying to buy goodwill and I was popular. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Oh, I'm not put- popular enough to get in the review." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. the power dynamics at the Applebee's are just like all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> no, the review was run by a waiter. Okay, in the, sure. In the oh, uh, there now makes sense. Yes. Uh, that's yeah, that's Queens, <laughs> Manhattan Queens bias for sure. Well, oh my gosh! So actually, this the story continues because he, <laughs> so he immediately he gets the job, whatever, and he starts sleeping with two servers at the same time. The uh, new boss, yeah, the new boss, yeah. Oh no! And um, he oh god! So anyway, the review happens. I don't get picked <laughs> or whatever, and he calls me into a meeting, like a private meeting, and he goes, uh, "I just want to let you know that uh, I don't care how good or funny you are." You're going to be in the next... You're going to be in the next review. Your manager? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It was like literally... It's done. It's my, <laughs> my Outback manager was the best manager I've ever had, uh, really. Yeah. Um, because he... he I, I guess, like, pe- like, my Outback was upset that I didn't get it. Because they were kind of like... But he's funny. You know, like... What he's, the popular. Yeah, he's popular. Yeah, he's <laughs> popular. <laughs> oh my god i love yeah, that yeah. and so um but he got so i i actually he and i really i didn't really like him because of like i felt that he was kind of a <laughs> well he's sleeping with two servers at once uh. <laughs> and so but he was the best manager you ever had <laughs> alexis was one of the two <laughs> <laughs> Then he could have pulled rank and for sure gotten yeah. review. Yeah, exactly. Oh but um, so I I quit. Um, Congrats! But half half because I was like going back to school and I like took like I took a semester off from college because I uh, uh, forgot to pay my bill and I got kicked out of Hunter for like a, a minute and oh, no. that's like another story. But <laughs> then he got he got fired along with his top manager. Because a woman who worked at Outback was documenting all the instances of like sexual misconduct and sexual Damn. harassment, and she wrote a ten. I, I heard this. She wrote a ten-page letter to Outback, like with documenting everything. Yeah. He, like he's sleeping with blah blah blah, and you know he's doing this, and his top man is also doing this, and like they like quickly came in. The, like the way Outback works is like you you kind of buy it. Yeah, like, you, like, like a franchise. Yeah, or you fr- you franchise it. Yeah, um, but they came in and they just fired him, and uh, a bunch of Australian SWAT team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's funny because it's not like it. You know, and I think I, I heard that people in Australia hate Outback or whatever yeah, because it's like it, was, it, was, it came up with it in Florida during yeah, the it, game. It, yeah, it definitely feels very like Australia porn. You know, like not yeah. not nothing authentic. There's yeah. a kangaroo on the damn thing, <laughs> and uh, and it's the food is Cajun. It's not even like whatever. It's not even Australian. I guess I didn't even realize it was Cajun. I, I can't remember yeah. the last time I went to an Outback. Yeah, it's um. I actually didn't know. I, I talked to a chef there once, and I was like, "What is so? This is like Australian food or whatever." And he's like, "No, it's straight up Asian food and, <laughs> yeah. and steak, you know." Yeah, it's steak. But it is like a good, you know. At least back then, like the I think the cost. I mean, whatever we're doing, like outback promotion here, but like the the steak <laughs> yeah. was a pretty good steak for the price back right. then. But like the quality has gone down because to keep the higher quality meat, there's a lot of sticker shock. So when people look at a menu and if they see like. Fifty fifty five dollars, they'll be like, "We're out of here," you know, whatever. Yeah. So they, at least the outback where I worked, they were like they started cutting all the top top quality food, and basically it was like crappy steaks after that. So Damn. that's right, that's right, yeah, that's right. Well, no, I, I had this I, I had this conversation a couple of years ago trying to find a nice uh, prime rib place out in Brooklyn. And I learned the reason why is just because, uh, like Alexis mentioned, there's the sticker shock. And so people just figure like, well, if I'm going to pay, you know, 55, $60 for a steak, I'll just go to Manhattan because it has the, um, you know, sort of the, uh, you know, the expense quality to it. So that's why none of the, uh, steakhouses out here do it. Yeah. They wow. can't afford it. You know, you be, and also again, like the, the way customers see restaurants, they see it like holistically, like they don't, they don't, uh, you know, whatever they did, if they see a, one very expensive item, they think that, like, no matter what they get, right. it's going to be expensive. So um, We have pasta options. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, table 7 didn't finish their steak. Maybe you could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> We're amenable to that. <laughs> so, I, actually, Aaron, I did... Uh, uh, oh, sure. To, got a little sidetracked. So, you were on the opposition. Yeah. Um, what what is it like being repped by UTA? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it's fine. I don't have much to compare it to. Yeah, right. Uh, really that must have been exciting to get the call that you got hired because that was like your first big uh, TV show role, right? Yes, and still um, my only big TV oh, well, <laughs> show role. You know, there's going to be a lifetime movie about Josh, and you play him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that was that was very exciting. It was um, that was super fun, and it um, like it. I, yeah, it felt it, that was just crazy because you know you. I think I heard about the show at the end of July, or got asked to audition at the end of July, and by two weeks later was cast, maybe three. So it was just such a. Like, oh, that's fun. I'll never get that show, but cool that they're doing that. And then being like, oh, I got called into audition, whatever. I'll send it a tape. It'll be, it, it, I won't get it. And then got a screen test and then got it. It was like, damn, that was crazy. Was it, was it, uh, cause I, I often wonder, like, you know, if you're on your first regular TV show role, like where you're playing a big part, you know, and I've like seen like a couple of your like sketches, like the, you did the, is her name Karen Davis, the the clerk who didn't want to Kim work? Davis. Kim, Kim Davis, Davis. yes. Yeah. Like you did that sketch. Like, um, is it nerve wracking because you're like, fuck, I need to be really funny. Like the my the show depends on it, or you like, or you just kind of like, oh, you know, that one you kind of like. <clears throat> so it was it's like the Daily Show, like a political satire show, and we were the correspondents. So you kind of have your 
you have your little niche and your role to fill, so you know what you're like supposed to do. It got really dark in my room because a rain cloud um, mm-hmm. has, has come over the natural yeah, light. If you're watching the live stream, uh, <laughs> I'm getting closer and closer to full darkness. Um, but yeah, like it, there was pressure, but we'd done um, test shows, and I, I felt that, and I was with, I was paired with um, Josh Sharp, another comedian. We and we were a duo. So that was nice. You had somebody there that you trusted and you think that they're funny and then they, you know, they would say, I think this is funny. So you it, you already weren't, you had run it through somebody before you get it in right. front of the boss, I guess. And then, but yeah, you know, you have great writers and then we kind of felt pretty confident about what we we're doing. So I wasn't overwhelmed by the pressure of it. But, yeah, um, I, I can say I saw one of the, one of the last test shows, uh, and uh, oh wow, yeah, and Aaron and Josh uh, laid everything at nines. They were super professional and uh, did a good job. Yeah, I yeah. love Josh. Good time was had. The audience was laughing. Yeah, the audience <laughs> Josh, is laughing. A, Josh is really hilarious. Um, thanks, Alexis. <laughs> uh, now, when on those interviews with with the normies. Where yeah, with real there. life people. <clears throat> how long do those take? And do are they in on the like? Do they try to be in on the bit? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so we got a lot. Of, Josh and I got a lot of the like. Um, they're called friendlies. So like that, where you're like interviewing a liberal about something, sure. and so um, those ones are a little. They're I mean they're much easier than the when you're doing the non friendlies um, because they're in on it. The thing that always is annoying is when they try to be funny. You know, and you're like, but that doesn't matter if it's friendly or not. You're just like, I dropped my microphone. God. I dropped my microphone. This is insanely <laughs> In the dark. Aaron's hair is so long that he literally brushed his hair and it knocked over his computer. It, uh, yeah. Uh, it, I gotta turn on a light. Yeah, go but, ahead. You can turn on a light. That's fine. Okay, I'll, we'll I'll edit this. Or, or just leave this. This is insane. Yeah. This is fine. Never again. I told you we should have gotten Josh. Okay, I'm back. Look how bright it is now. He used to always initiate the first Boy Butter scene. Okay, um... (laughs) Um, So, interviewing the friendlies was easy, um, or easier, and then, but the, the, it was harder to interview those, um, the people where you're, the point of those is to make someone look like an idiot. So it's very hard, because you have, and you go in and you know what their talking points are, so you've kind of written, like, what you hope the script will be, because you're like, oh, I know how they answer this question, and I know how I can, like, trick them on the back end with this, with this point. Um, but it depends, like, the interviews were usually, like, probably, like, an hour, but they take a lot longer, obviously, to do all sorts of, you you do all shooting B-roll and going, and then that one with Kim Davis, that was a gorilla. We surprised her, so yeah. we didn't call ahead. So we like burst into her office, which is so. <laughs> I mean, I felt insane. I'm very non-confrontational. Me too. Yeah. So to suddenly be like, okay, you're gonna go into this woman who um, she ha- famously hates gay people, and you're gonna burst into her place of work and try to make her look like a moron. I was, <laughs> was like, okay, here? great. <laughs> was she still at the county clerk's office when you guys? Did yeah, that? she. So wow. we, the piece that we did was. Um, the there was like the election for her opponent and um, one of the guys mm. who she denied the marriage permit to uh, was running to be like the democratic opponent to her. Right. <clears throat> um, so it was like a piece on him and on that race. And then, you know, but you're like our field producer, Todd Bieber was like, well, you can't do the piece without, you got to get Kim Davis in it. Yeah. It's like, she'll never agree to it. So we have to burst into her office. It's like, okay, cool. Right, We're in the middle of fucking <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. So, <clears throat> 
It was that, those things were very weird. And I loved doing the field pieces because you had so much creative control. Like you worked with the field producer who was basically like the director and you worked with the DP um, who was directing, you know, like controlling all the shots and stuff. Um, and then it was just like you, the correspondent. So it was me and Josh. So you, you kind of did a lot of the writing and you did that with the field producer, obviously, but you would write the piece together, but it, you wrote it. Then you were in the edit with the editor who obviously does a huge, uh, has a huge impact on it, but it, it, they felt like making little short films. And then you like showed in the boss and be like, what do you think? You know, and you obviously <laughs> got approval before you went out into the field, but they really, you have a lot of control. So they were very fun, but they were really intense. Like what we went to a Trump rally one time and it was, it fucking sucked. Like I, it really, you're just like depressed for a long time. <laughs> and then, and like it was hard and, and we didn't get exactly what we wanted from that piece. And then the edit was kind of grueling. So it was just like, Oh my God, we worked on like something awful for one month. Did like, they bin it? Or would they... No, they, they aired it. Like, it, we we just didn't oh. get exactly... Like, it was salvageable. We just, like, didn't get exactly what we wanted. And it was really hard. It, that one was harder than, like, sitting down at an interview because you're interviewing lots of people. Yeah. And it was just really bleak to me. I, I've done a couple <laughs> of those things. Like, I hosted um, I hosted for IFC their, their Chevy Chase um, uh, movie marathon. Okay. Uh, and so, like, they sent me to uh, Chevy Chase, Maryland. And it was, like, very <laughs> odd because um, they were like, we want you to pretend that you think Chevy Chase is named after Chevy Chase. And everybody you see, I want you to be like, I isn't Chevy Chase named after Chevy Chase? And get funny stuff out of them. Whatever. Yeah. And it was just <laughs> insane, you know? And some people are really <clears throat> naturally skilled at that, but... <laughs> that was very I'm definitely like out of my comfort zone when I was doing you're like okay just but apparently okay I can't remember who it was but Jordan Klepper when he was giving us advice before we went on our first field piece gave us advice that he had been like passed down from the Daily Show correspondence and I think <clears throat> maybe it was Colbert but it gives you like 10 little thing like top 10 things to know on a field piece or whatever but number 10 was leave your soul on a hanger which is great advice for that you're like you are gonna go be an asshole and you yourself will feel bad but you're you're being an asshole to a person for the greater like for the greater good of america if you if you want to make it that like give it that much yeah. gravitas which i obviously don't but uh you know th and that, that so that was hard it's just like hard um, yeah I this sounds like alexis's tips for uh dating yeah well <laughs> I, relationship. I leave my soul at the door leave your soul on the hanger <laughs> yeah and she leaves her dignity there too so they uh, <laughs> oh my, my girlfriend's God. dignity and my soul are kind of dating at the time yeah taking up closet space yeah. <laughs> well, you know at least she is um <laughs> I uh, I did a bit for uh, the guy from Adam Ruins Anything. Uh, mm -hmm. Adam, Everything. Adam. Uh, you only get to see the Lexus. <laughs> what's his name? Adam. Conover. Conover. Adam Conover. Uh, where um, it was for College Humor. It was for, it was for Klondike commercial for College Humor. It was a where I I actually have like a world record for um, <laughs> most uh, marriage proposals in a minute. And the way I got it was they brought in a world record person and they they were like, what would you do for a Klondike bar or whatever? And it's like, I'm going to get the world record for the most marriage proposals in a minute. And basically, I had to run around Madison 
Park, Madison Square Park. What is that? Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Madison Square Park. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, ask strangers to marry me. Like that's like the the set rule. Like they can't be ready. Like uh-huh. the, or whatever world record, or whatever. Uh, so basically, and it was like humiliating. Like I was yeah. just like going up to random strangers, like, "Will you marry me?" Will you marry? Like it just, it was fucking insane. And some people like get off on that uh, discomfort, and they, you know, they, 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 and they use it very well. And they were, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I hate this. So I like doing. Um, while I did like doing the field piece, I I love to do like the in studio pieces. Because it's just, oh, good, we're talking to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't have to, he's safe. Also, yeah, he's safe. He's, he's on our team. Pre-written jokes. Yeah, pre-written jokes. Uh, and uh, how long did uh, that show last? <laughs> it was, I want to say, ten months? Oh, that's pretty good. It was like a season. Yeah. 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 They, it was, we got canceled when they were about to... It, in that week, we knew, oh, we're going to get renewed or canceled. And we got canceled. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Cancel culture. Cancel culture hit me first. <laughs> it's gone too far. I feel like, um, you know, and not that... I think Colbert had a little bit of a different uh, target when he was uh, satirizing the Yeah, right. he was more like Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. Well, I think you guys kind of like went after like the alt right a little bit Correct. more, right? And I feel like they're ver- they're very hard target to satirize. Well, they're like for one thing, I think they're easy to satirize because they're all fucking media whore psychopaths who like would they'll believe anything. Um, so that 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 part was like fun and easy, but they um, not everyone really like knows who they are in the way that everybody knows. Bill, who, like, Bill even if you don't know who Bill O'Reilly is, you know, like, a Rush Limbaugh, you know, like, oh, a far-right pundit yeah. um, versus these kind of more fringy people, um, I think, are kind of... It's not just like, oh, I can watch and click in and understand the way I could, like, Colbert Report. Yeah, but another thing about it, though, that I I kind of think is that um, the the ridiculousness of, of some of these people, oh, yeah. it's like... That's entertainment just in, in and of itself. Like, yeah. I, when I watch Bill O'Reilly or like listen to Rush Limbaugh, like, it is not entertaining. Yeah. It is like scary and sad and like just, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, people <laughs> listen to this or whatever. So then when Colbert like satirizes it and like makes it, you're kind of like, it, it, it's like a different, it's a different skin or whatever. But I think yeah. with the, like, you know, the people that you're trying to go after, they're so like ridiculous that, you can actually just be a normal person and just enjoy. What, and I yeah. think that's big, a, a big part of their audience too. Like, uh, I feel like there, there are people who are like, "Yeah, I love. I just love. I don't believe this any bullshit he says, but I love, uh, you know, uh, listening to Glenn Beck because he's just yeah, so and, ridiculous." Um, Alex Jones, but that is what's so um, like repugnant about them is because they're like, "Oh, I'm just I'm funny. I'm an entertainer," and then they slip in these truly atrocious views yeah. that are um it's like well these are actually dangerous you're inciting violence yeah. like you're like you're like kill muslims <laughs> yeah. like while being like that, 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 you know and so it's, like, it's like really really fucked up like the republicans that, focus, that have to if you if you focus on the tap dancing it's very entertaining yeah yeah, right? yeah. you're like oh i'm laughing oh lizard people they're ridiculous and then it's like yeah i guess we should fucking kill women yeah. <laughs> like it's just like oh god um and the way they just like because oh god when i worked up on the opposition was during the parkland shooting and like we and we right. watched you have to watch all this fox news stuff but you're also watching all these alt-right and the shit they would say about those 
children. It was just like, oh my God, these are the worst humans. And they're only doing it to be like, they only want clicks and likes. They're just, it's just their right. Instagram. Yeah. Like, they don't well, give I think a I re- fuck. And I think I remember so, that episode, the, the Parkland episode as well, because I think uh, Jordan Klepper... Um, like sort of broke character, right? He did a, um, there was one at the end where he was talking about it. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. And he, he did that a couple of times. Cause that's also, it's hard. Yeah. When you're trying to be Alex Jones and, <laughs> 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 and, and be like, now I'm going to comment on this tragedy of children being murdered. Right. It's like, you kind of got to break character sometimes, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. So they're, 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 those are dark people. And it was one thing that was so nice is when that show got canceled, you're watching so much news, but uh, but specifically like far right news or Fox News because that's what you're lampooning. And so when that show was canceled, I didn't watch or like read any you're news yeah. for like three months. <laughs> and we could have been in um, another war. I was going to say we could have been in a war, but we are. Um, but we could have been in a new war, and I wouldn't have known. But it was so nice, um, just like having all that toxic energy at all like as your job it's like oh god this is so nice that i'm not taking that in every day yeah because it's a really it's a we live in a bleak country did you miss (laughs) did you miss being a celebrity yeah i miss being a celebrity (laughs) mr jackson mr jackson (laughs) 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 latino uh, stable hands (laughs) <laughs> or stables. Now, Aaron, as a celebrity, I, yeah, I and I ask all the celebrities this: <laughs> What's Ghislaine Maxwell like? <laughs> I haven't seen her in fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you worked for her. I worked for her very closely, um, but that was that was years ago. Oh my god, Aaron was a, one of the baiters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a. Um, She's English? Yeah. Is she? Well, she that, spells that, her name totally wrong. That means she's Ghislaine. British. Yeah. That, yeah. Was a, the, I, that's like my um, Anglo versus Anglo. Like, me being like, how do you say your crazy British name? <laughs> it's my, uh, my white versus white crime. Uh, white on white crime. But uh, yeah, her name is, all, I love to read it. Uh, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> it's kind of weird how every politician is like to to like own their opponent has a picture of them with like Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, yeah. But then their opponent was like, oh yeah, what about you with Ghislaine Maxwell? <laughs> 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 just zoom out on the photo and they're also in it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like HPV. If everyone has it, it's like nobody yeah. has it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> at, at a certain point, it's like wondering if like people were just carrying... Like, was every celebrity just carrying, like, a cardboard cutout of Ghislaine Maxwell, you know? <laughs> Ghislaine and Jeff. I'm, um, uh, now, I'm just wondering now who's in the background of all these celeb pictures. Because I was like, you know, now I'm guessing they must all be pedophiles, like, all these mm-hmm. people in the background. And they all have, um, it's like the Trump thing, too, but this is, but, like, everyone has a fun picture of Trump. And then you're like, oops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when I knew him, he was a, a, a famous fascist. <laughs> he was quiet about it. He didn't it. assault any women I knew, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just love that, like, a lot of these rich guys, like, um, what's what's the guy from Prince Prince uh, from England? What's his name? Uh, Prince, Prince Andrew. Andrew. Prince Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of these rich guys, their uh, their big thing is like, well... I don't. I don't have a Travelocity account. I can't. I can't get a hotel. I don't. You know. I don't. Yeah. 
you don't know how hard it is being so rich. Yeah. You have to. These are your peers. I need, and if they if they assault people, so be yeah, it. I need Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> to pick me up in a plane because I forgot my JetBlue password. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I the Ramada Inn was closed. And I had to go. So we went to the Caymans. Yeah. So the Virgin Isles, excuse me. Yeah, to uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, fuck palace. Um, yeah. And so that is some. Other than the um, uh, the molesting of the children, which is awful. Yeah. Um, I love reading these rich people stories. It's like they were at a party off the coast of wherever, like on a yacht that uh, used to be by, it's like, oh, the, their lives. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. Well, that's why they do it. Cause they're like, I can, I'm a God. I, I can do it. I just love how they, they sort of didn't put, they're, they're all, they're, they're basically like their association with Jeffrey Epstein. They're just like, they're like trying to, break it down and just be like, well, he did tell me this, he did tell me that, but I did not mm-hmm. put like, it's like when he told me he had a childhood home, <laughs> I thought that was the home he grew up in his child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. When I introduced him, oh, it's so dark, but, um, and I love that she was hiding in New Hampshire. You never hear about people hiding there. That's where you gotta go. Nobody flees yeah. there. It was smart. She's live there. free or die. <laughs> And do other stuff too. Yeah, that's their motto. Yeah, live free. She dad. really didn't follow that. She got arrested by the FBI. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I was I was reading some article about her, and she got a new phone and uh, under the name G Max, which I was crazy. <laughs> First mistake. <laughs> when you run, you gotta leave the name behind when you go. G Max. She, she thought she was. She's like, they'll never get me now. Yeah. G Max. I tried G Max. I wonder how she got. Like, was she in an unsolved mysteries episode, or like, how did she get caught? Like, yeah, maybe I don't know. They track her down. Um, it's good. It's good to know the FBI is good for something. Uh, yeah, don't defund them after yeah. all. <laughs> she, I, I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen because she. People are like, oh, she's gonna, she's gonna talk. She's gonna talk. Yeah, I, I mean, they always. The thing is, they always get away with it, yeah. but I guess Jeffrey, um, he didn't. That's the... F- you know what video I can't stop watching? <laughs> Him hanging? Yeah, no, that's well... <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, he, he, that's not in the video. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not that's him hanging himself. <laughs> uh, that's not what he's yeah. doing in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the, um, the thing I can't stop watching is Jeffrey Epstein did a deposition where the lawyer, go, like, sets everything up. It's like, what's your name? Like, Jeffrey Epstein. He's like, okay, we're going to ask you questions. You need to answer honestly. And he's like, oh, okay. And he just goes, do you have an egg-shaped penis? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Because what the, the, some of his victims described his penis yeah. as egg-shaped. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the, even if it's not true, that's a great, that's a good one. Do you have an egg-shaped penis? <laughs> Let me think about that. <laughs> Uh, and then they ask it like he's like, if you ask that again, it's over. And he's like, okay, fine. Is your penis in the shape of an egg? Like he tries, oh, void. An egg-shaped penis is. I mean, just imagining. I'm imagining like a little, the little shaker that you shake, uh, you know, to make music. Like oh. that's an egg. But like that would be weird for a penis to look yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Or to sound like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, Sand, sandy cum. 
It's my favorite movie reviewer. <laughs> uh, now, um, I'd be I'd be remiss to talk oh. about your your book. Uh, your, You'd be remiss to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. Um, okay. I'd be remiss not to talk about your book. Uh, you wrote a novel. I did. Um, so. Who do you know at HarperCollins who wanted to stick it to his company? Now, that's a great in because you wrote this little novel. I got um, that was through my UTA world. That's how Unreal. I got into HarperCollins. Unreal. Can you get me in? I can get you. Thank in. you. Can you write an email? Just be like, this is sign it, Josh Sharp, because he really has. He has more phone. Yeah, he's, he's, this he's is Josh definitely Sharp. better. We'll do it on the phone. Like, this is Josh Sharp. If you don't hire, hi, him, this is. I'll be your agent, okay? All right, and uh, you be you be Josh, okay? Or okay. you be Aaron, pretend to be Josh, okay? And on the okay. phone, you'll also be calling, like you'll blow Josh and he's asleep, and you'll use his phone to like call. I'll blow Josh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like while he's this asleep, bit was not on the outline. I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> was that? That's how I get his phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how people get my phone. I'll tell you that much. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So, uh, uh, okay, I'm, I'm your agent. Uh, Great. Uh, Josh, baby, what's up? What's what's the happening? It's it's uh, three a.m. in L.A. By the way. Oh, so it's six a.m. in New York. I'm just up really early making calls. Um, hi, UTA. Uh, I'm calling because I want you to hire um, Alexis Pereira as um, as a client. Uh, Josh, for you, I would, but uh, I'll tell you right now. I've heard some things. I've heard some things. All oh, right. what have you heard? I heard he's I've, not. I've heard a lot. I've heard he's not really Latino. I oh. heard, yeah. Oh God. Uh, he's, what do you What do you hear? He is. <laughs> what the hell is he? <laughs> well, you know, I hate are to you say recording it. this? Call? I hate to say it. I'm with the FBI right now. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, and uh, oh my God. Well, all I can say is Alexis is Irish Catholic. Damn. <laughs> well, I still. Th- uh, You've really done a lot of research on this guy. <laughs> All right, thank you, Josh. Uh, talk to you later. I'm. Uh, uh, by the way, I've been blowing Josh this whole time. <laughs> by the way, Josh, baby, uh, we oh, have sure. a commercial uh, coming up. Oh, okay. That we think is perfect for you. What's the product? Um, I have a lot of strong, staunch political views. Yeah. Have you heard of Bronny, uh, the, the paper yeah. towel? Mm-hmm. They, they use prison labor. Yes, um, they are coming out with a toilet paper uh, oh. made out of the same paper. T- it's just the same paper towel, but smaller, uh-huh. uh, and uh, you can't flush it. Um, so <laughs> we would love for you to. T- <laughs> it's We'd love for you to be the ass well, of Brawny. Yeah, the well, the tagline is "It's toilet paper you can't flush." <laughs> Still, paper, but worse. <laughs> We use prison labor. Wow, that was a great improv scene we just did. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like it was like you know who needs Harold Knight? We have uh... yeah. we have something even worse. And edit. Even that go. part was part of the scene. Oh my gosh, Alexis! Very famously, um, I was in an improv set with him, not in the scene. But um, someone did a little knock on the door, and then Alexis opened it like they were curtains. Yeah. Um, to instantly throwing that person under the bus for knocking. They got a big laugh. <laughs> well, yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. 
Alexis defends all of his, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> his, I, was making them, <laughs> yeah. I was making them. It was look, funny. Uh, yo, you know who, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I always say my, my most important scene partner is the audience laughing. All right. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I was, what, Make the audience laughing look like a genius. <laughs> hey, who pays the tickets? All right. I don't care about who pays for the coach. <laughs> who pays the tickets? Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't pay the performer? So I read a little bit about your book. Um, oh, and, sure. Um, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> That's what this was. Right. I, it's funny. I had so many questions prepared about the book, <laughs> and then Alexa zoomed in with the uh, <laughs> with a long eight, role role play. His <laughs> eight minute about. transactional scene. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> you should listen to your podcast because I'm I'm available. I don't know. Oh, to the podcast I'm a guest. Yeah. On? Yeah, he he always listens. Yeah, or or she a- or they. AJ, beautiful work on the last AJ. three a.m. By the way, AJ baby, at yeah, three a.m. in the Virgin Islands. Uh, I'm with G Max yeah. <laughs> and J- GF, who's still alive. JF, <laughs> yeah, who's still alive and kicking. Uh, how long did it take you to write the book? Now this is. Um, I'm not trying to evade this question. I just. I'm not really sure because I wrote it a long time ago and wrote it in like spurts. So I did finish it in 2015 and I think I started it in 2014, but then it wasn't like editing it for, for five years. Um, there'd be like long stretches where nothing, where I wouldn't do anything with it. You know, I couldn't were, get representation, etc. Were you working on uh, fucking identical twins at the same time? Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that came, we started that in 2014 so we and that one we wrote really that took like over a year to write because we just wouldn't meet that often <laughs> to write it. Um, so yeah, I probably was working on fucking identical twins at the same time as that. That was a, a great show with uh, Aaron and Josh, uh, which mm-hmm. got them a, a deal with Fox. Did you get a some yeah twentieth kind of? century Fox? Wow, uh, bought it and passed on it. They bought but it. It's still in development. It's still in development. What do they call it? Development Heaven. Development heaven. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. With all the other uh, projects too beautiful for this world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's with Ch- Churnin Entertainment, which had a first look. Ah, how could that be on? TV? Wonderful. It was for PBS. Like, what, what were you going to sell that show? It was to? for movies. <laughs> movies. Was like, now, I'm not making a joke. I believe this this uh, uh, show, if I want to call it that, that Aaron wrote. <laughs> Is about two <laughs> gay lovers who just turned out to be each other's son. No, that you uh, remember? <laughs> Maybe none of it, but <laughs> it's, it's in the title, you idiots. <laughs> the Parent Trap, you, the the family film, The Parent Trap. It's playing with that trope, except instead of if they were little cute little girls, they were two grown adult men who were um, who were horrible, yeah. horrible men. Yes, okay, horrible people. Yeah, that was yeah. that's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Ale- what was Alexis working on during this time? Uh, it excuse was, me. Uh, I was working on getting back on Hell Night for fucking yeah. ten years. All right, um, like the fucking. It, 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 basically, getting back on Hell Night was uh, that escape show, the prison escape show for me. Prison Break. Prison Break. It was Prison Break. <laughs> Except prison I was breaking escape. into the prison. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Aaron and I had a short-lived two-prof uh, team, also. 
What was it called? I think it was just called Aaron and Alexis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the classy way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Just say your names. Um, yeah, we, we had like a couple of bad sets. Um, I think all two prop teams should be short-lived. Even TJ and Dave. Yeah. Make it quick. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see this. Uh, That's what it Hitler, that was our- Hitler and Perone. Yeah. <laughs> there, you got to get that Robin there. <laughs> you gotta get that Sonic driving money though. That's what that's where it all pays off, right? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. You gotta be a Sonic team. I remember when that commercial <laughs> first came out, I was telling people that like TJ and Dave were in the Sonic commercial or whatever. And I remember like somebody was just like, they would never do that. <laughs> they wouldn't get, would get money for this. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm pretty oh, sure it's their- I'm pretty sure it's TJ and Dave or at least sure they absolutely would do that. Yeah. It's like they would never a commercial? I don't think so. Not TJ and Dave. Like, what? Oh my god. Um and then I and then I you know, now she and I are dating. The person who said that. Um, Aww. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's Yeah. I don't want her to think we're dating. Um Yeah. <laughs> so what so Aaron, what else are you working on? Where where can people see you? <laughs> Oh, I am working with Josh, who has been brought up. Um, we are on working charges. on uh, on charges uh, that will be dropped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we um, have some screenplays in development, and so I've been working on. You those. said there was a, you're gonna, you guys are going to do the Menendez brothers again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I said that. Qu- quote me on that. <laughs> Transgressive casting is yeah, a wonderful good. concept. <laughs> yeah. The Menendez story. Now gay. Now, now gay. Um, yeah. I believe the Menendez brothers, when the TV movie came out in the 90s, neither of them were played by Latino men. That definitely tracks. That tracks. <laughs> with, um, with casting in general. And that mid-90s casting. And even mid 2020 Two, when would you say it became like oh we really should cast uh um, oh like a diverse racially role. correct yeah like, i would say it, it probably started around 2037 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i heard this recent rumor that i have absolutely no idea if it's true but they were trying to they've been trying to make a harriet tubman movie in hollywood for a long time and in the 90s they were like it, we can we make it julia roberts <laughs> Yeah, that was a that's a real conversation that happened. And they're sort of like, yeah. Oh god, we wish. We wish but um but she's pretty famously black. <laughs> no, they gotta do a Terry Tubman twenty yeah. like twenty uh, nineteen ninety five, you know, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Modern oh my day. gosh. Uh, she yeah. leaves uh uh yeah. But I love that. That's um that's pretty cool. I I, I just <laughs> you just have to imagine what, what what goes on at the uh, pitch table and uh, in TV shows and movies, even today. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. People, they probably are like. And they like, what is so, I mean, <clears throat> so gross about it is they very much consider themselves and like pride themselves on being woke. And then like in the next breath, be like, <laughs> can we get some more white guys? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Oh, we want people to watch this movie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That we're not racist, America is. It's so. the audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Famously the smartest person in the room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, um, I feel like I've run into that a lot. I mean, I, I don't know if you heard, I had a vulture story 
about. I did, and you got the byline above your brother. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> which was which is huge. Uh, my brother uh, was a programmer on uh, The Last of Us Two, Part Two. Part Two. I'm playing it now. Uh, yeah, do you like it, or is it too too much LGBT stuff? Yeah, it's a lot of LGBTQ+. <laughs> uh, there's a lot, um, my husband was watching me play it. Why he do was you like, keep doing quotation marks when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want everyone to know that we're allowed to do this. <laughs> Get married. Unbelievable. They let us. What were you going to say? Alexis? Well, you know how my, my... I might have to bleep that out because my listeners do not like gay marriage. <laughs> I don't know why. It's not that I'm against gay marriage, but just my listeners happen to be against yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, totally. Well, you can get a straight person come over and redo the interview uh, for yeah. me. And for me. <laughs> a straight person will do your part and a white person will do mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like I like the your brother's game a lot. It's very scary and stressful though, so I have to like I have to turn it off sometimes. It's and just too take a stressful. Break. I can't. It's so stressful. I, I got it the first. I, I start like I had the download code when it first began, and I was like, oh, I'm going to play through it the entire because I was off on Friday. I'm going to play through it the entire day, and then I was just like, fuck this. Yeah. Like I need to stop. <laughs> I had such violent nightmares. Oh, it's so, yeah, and then it's so like yeah, the whole game itself is quite bleak, even when you're not um, fighting a zombie. But I uh, had to turn it off the other day because there was a, a you're in a room fighting these smart zombies who are very sneaky, mm, yes. and I was like, I cannot. Usually the zombies are very dumb and they swarm you, but like you can outsmart them. But these were clever zombies who would sneak up behind you and fucking rip your throat out. And I was like, this. It took me like thirty minutes to beat the level, and I was, and then was like, "I'm turning this fucking I, game." That off. was the level I got stuck at too. And I just, what I did was at the end, I, um, I got a shotgun and I just started shooting it like everywhere. Yeah, like that. Hmm. I was able to sneak up on a lot of them and use my arrows, which are silent, and then um, run and hide. But yeah, the la- I, toward when I was like, "Okay, I think there's only like two or three left. I'm just gonna walk around and just, like hold the shotgun." Yeah, like, come, come at me. Yeah, they were annoying. They, you fucks. They come at you at, at <laughs> angles you don't see or whatever. Yeah. That's the, the and the, and then in your secret listen mode, you couldn't really see that. Them annoyed they're good at hiding. Yeah. It's like, well, th- this sucks. Mm-hmm. They're too smart. <laughs> they're too smart for listen they're mode. They're too smart. But I so I haven't played since then because I was like, I can't now that these guys are in the mix. Did you see that um, on Metacritic, people had like had full reviews an hour in to the, sh- the game opening that they were like, this is a zero. Fuck this game. We hate this game. It ruined the series. She, it, because she's a lesbian? Yeah. I mean, part of it, not, I mean, uh, you know, that's kind of the plot of the game, but they kill Joel. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. And then also the... I, it was shocking to me. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. And then the tra- there's a trans character, you know, so... But, Fuck that. Uh, but uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was done so well, and I was just like, you know, with such, so much empathy, and because I was even like, you know, like in the mind of like a hater, like how could you hate this, yeah, young boy? Like no, I and I went in because I loved the first game so so much, and I thought it was just like a beautiful, perfectly succinctly told story. And when they were making a sequel, my hater instinct was like, we don't need, no, don't ruin it. It was so fucking good, and I haven't beaten it yet, but um. I going in with that attitude, like okay, they're gonna fuck it up. I think it's great. Yeah, I moved. It, it, it it's it's improved on some of the things from the first game. I think it's great. Yeah, it was bold, bold. Um, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our interview with uh, 
AJ, Aaron Jacks, UTA reps. Uh, UTA reps. That's we covered that one. Never has to work again. Yeah. Um, and and doesn't. Yeah, doesn't work at all. Just lives off his yeah. residuals from uh, the opposition, which are there are none. There are none. Know. They don't. Yeah, well, with those daily shows, they don't replay them because they're so um, oh. hyper topical. So yeah, hyper topical. I get. So they. Um, I get my Broad City checks. I get my. I get Broad City checks. <laughs> yeah. they re- but those are not hyper topical. Oh wow, that's yeah. interesting. Isn't that too bad? I should be rich. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. I'm not going to do one. <laughs> no, put me on a. I want Trevor Noah. Forget no, it. No, Trevor. If you're listening, Trevor, and I know you are, <laughs> I'm not doing it. He's the one that hates gay people, right? What? <laughs> editing, editing out. <laughs> editing out. I'm not ruining my uh, daily show chances for this fucking thing. <laughs> I paid to make this. He podcast. didn't ruin them, Alexis. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Trevor, if you're listening, I, um, you know, I'm SAG under five, and uh, <laughs> there's that level. <laughs> That's my level with SAG. I'm SAG under five. I'm SAG under five. You have to pay me under five. Um, yeah, he's a SAG don't join. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> SAG, please.